Welcome to the SLP Talk Show. Real talk with Carrie about stuff that really matters. Hey, it's Carrie, your fast-talking, speech-therapy-loving host. While you are driving, cleaning, exercising, or whatever it is you do while listening to podcasts, I'm going to be chatting about pediatric speech therapy stuff. But I don't want our time together to feel like work or be boring. You already work enough, and you already have enough boring stuff to do in your life. So let's get going and have some fun. Welcome to the 18th episode of SLP Talk Show. I'm Carrie. I'm Jim. And this is Jim. Here we are. (laughs) Jim's excited. Excited to be here. We're just... uh, I couldn't wait. We're just living the dream, aren't we? Every day. Living the dream. Living the dream. Every day. Uh, It's it's interesting. I was thinking earlier today that we have been working together full time for almost seven years now. Yep. 2015. 2015. I think it was September of 2015 when we kind of took that plunge and Mm -hmm. um, you left your full time job and we started working together full time. It's been an interesting couple of years. Uh, I would say, you know, 2020 and probably a good three-fourths of 2021 with the pandemic. Right. uh, Because as a professional speaker, I used to at least travel. And so we weren't together every day. But for 570 days, I counted them, you and I were together 24-7 because I I never left the house. Would we count? 22 gigs were canceled? Yeah, we had 22 gigs canceled starting in March of 2020. Mm -hmm. And nobody wanted to reschedule his webinars because back when the pandemic started, you know, these agencies were like, oh, I'm sure we'll just be able to reschedule for later in the year. Yeah, nobody nobody had any idea that it was going to last as long as it did. Mm -mm. So, So, yeah, it's really interesting. So I thought what what we would talk about a little bit today, Jim, is just sort of our journey. I have a lot of people ask me about, uh, you know, owning our own company. And, you know, some people are curious about do I still provide direct therapy services and so I just thought I'd kind of go through and talk a little bit about um, our business and our company. Um, I'm an early intervention provider so for over two decades I have uh, worked with the birth to three population uh, as an early intervention provider and then I had families who were wanting me to continue after age three so there was some time I'm gonna say I I wish I could tell you exactly when or the early 2000s thousands um we opened a clinic mm-hmm. and so i was able to see kids you know because when they're birth to three we see them in the natural environment right, right. go into their home so I, I never stopped doing that and then we opened a clinic and i hired some other speech language pathologists yep. and mm-hmm. we saw kids i mean we had individual therapy sessions in the summer we did a lot, right. a lot of summer groups and uh so i have experience as um you know a uh, a clinic owner, if you will, running mm-hmm. a, a, it was called Summit Speech Therapy and right. had, uh, a, like I said, did that for many years. Um, it was really a, an amazing time. It was, it was stressful in that, you know, there's that side of it, um, that's not directly related to doing therapy. So like, you know, billing, the business yeah, stuff. the business of billing insurance right. and, yeah. and you got to understand this is pre like the internet was there, but I mean, websites were super expensive. Like, yeah. you know, it, so it was, it wasn't as easy to grow a business, you know, today right. I think it's just, we have more access to social media and so mm-hmm. marketing is different. Mm-hmm. So anyways, you know, we had that clinic for a while and then in 2009 is when I started getting asked to uh, do professional development seminars. So I became right. a professional speaker in 2009 and had my clinic and did early intervention. So I was kind of being pulled in different directions. And it finally, about a year or two later, I got to the point where I was being asked to present multiple times a month. And I was like, I can't, 
you know, I can't really do all of this. So mm-hmm. we, when that, when our lease was up for our clinic, we, we gave that up and I continued to do early intervention in the natural environment mm-hmm. for a few families. And then I built, um, started building, uh, uh, our, our seminar company and it's called Carrie Ebert Seminars. And then in 2015 is when we made that decision for you. I mean, we had talked about this for quite some time. Um, yeah, and yeah. it was, it was a, it was a long-term discussion i would say three or four years i think so where we were like okay if we want to grow this you know kind of take it to the next level and so i got to the point where i was traveling almost every week so i was i wasn't able to do the things that needed to be done to run a business and i couldn't really help you because i was working 60 hours a week myself at your job yeah so and so you know i didn't have really any time or energy left over to you know previous in previous jobs, I, I was able to help a little bit more, but I was still working full time. Right. You know, right, so right. there was only so much I could do. Right. So in 2015, we made the uh, long awaited decision for Jim to quit his stable, full time benefit providing job mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> uh, to join me and really help build our company, right? Yeah. Which um, most people know as Carrie Ebert Seminars. Uh, and so it's just kind of a, a, a neat thing. Every morning um, we wake up, we grab some coffee and some breakfast, we head down to our home office, which is in the lower level of our house. Um, you know, sometimes I wear clothes to work and sometimes I wear pajamas, but, (laughs) (laughs) um, I mean, you're clothed. I'm, I am clothed, uh, but, uh, I remember the days when, you know, I owned a clinic where I actually had to get up and like get ready every day. Like, you know, I mean, put, you know, get on like business casual clothes and, you know, Mm -hmm. actually get ready. And there are some mornings where I literally am in the office by 5.30 AM. I'm an early riser. I don't need a lot of sleep. But you're, you're not being completely honest here it's not 5 30 well it's 4 30 i'm up at 4 30 in the morning yes i do i wake up at 4 30 and i'm really i know people think it's probably crazy I, I know some people do it because they have to because they have commutes and stuff i just can't sleep past 4 30 i just i'm an early riser so by 5 30 yeah. a.m i've had my first cup of coffee and i'm ready to get in the office but sometimes you know if i mean you know maybe we're not in the office till 7 a.m i mean you and i come into the office and leave the office different times depending on what we have going on but i got to thinking about work and mm-hmm. our jobs and it made me think and this is going to date me but did you ever see the movie nine to five mm-hmm. with dolly parton yeah and i love that movie that? I jane it was fonda great... yeah. and dabney coleman dabney coleman lily tomlin right so okay here here's another trivia question for you what year did that movie come out i'm gonna say 1984 pretty close 1980 is when it was released but I just I have to laugh because it's called nine to five and I think to myself because I'm always like about the details and I'm like wouldn't it be nine to six because don't you think OSHA would require that they take a lunch break like nine to five is a solid eight hours but don't you usually have to take out your lunch break for that no no so I can't imagine working nine to five like I just can't imagine because like I say we work a lot I'm guessing uh, maybe they could have been salaried so oh maybe maybe so they just work eight hours I Mm -hmm. don't know so nine to five funny movie kind of kind of a ridiculous movie but anyway so we go to work every day and so I thought today what we do is talk a little bit about what it's like to own a own your own business you know we um kind of came up with our list of pros and cons Mm -hmm. uh so I'm just gonna um uh, share a little bit just just 
a little more detail about about Jim and I. Jim's the in case you know, just give you a little little background on us. Jim's the calm, rational one. Would you agree with that? <laughs> wow. Um, uh, you're an amazing planner. You're the most amazing problem solver. I, on the other hand, am animated, fast talking, impatient, and I am really all about you know research and writing and creating products. Yeah. Right. Yep. So I I always kind of think about why our business works and I think it's because our two brains really work in harmony to provide the balance that our business needs to succeed Mm -hmm. so we make it work right one day at a time we do it seven days a week 365 days a year I mean I'm joking to a degree like lol right but I mean some days I mean there are some weeks where we do work seven days a week don't you think yeah I mean, I, I would say I, will, I consistently work six days a week. I was going to say. Now, but again, we don't work, quote, nine to five. Like we, you know, are able to, you know, work when we need to, you know, in right. some weeks and some months. I mean, if I have a big, a big uh, training coming up, you know, mm-hmm. I have a lot of preparation that I have to do, especially if I have to travel, you know, for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing we figured out during the pandemic was a lot of my professional development courses could be done online. I mean, right. I've reduced my traveling substantially because I think we figured out during the pandemic, oh, wait, I don't need to as, necessarily. As did most companies. Yeah. I think that most companies figured out, hey, we can have people work from home and, and not really lose a... Not much in productivity. N- not not yeah. miss a, a beat. Here, right, so. right, right. So while we work a lot, um, I think so far, at least in these past seven years of doing this this thing together, we've we've managed to prevent burnout for the most part. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think you know, just to be fair, it is important to to note that we also can drink on the job. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, try to avoid that. Some of the some of the emails might get a little, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, I'm saying that option's there, yeah, you know? That's true. Or we can be like, I'm done. Are you done? Yes. And then we go and open a bottle of wine and we yeah, don't have to drive But anywhere. sometimes that done is doesn't happen when you want it to happen. No, sometimes but it doesn't. Because that, that, that's the the good part is that we can make our own schedules, but then you're you're also yep. so let's beholden talk about to that. that. Yeah, let's so. talk about our pros and cons because I, I for some of you who are maybe interested or thinking about, oh, you know, I'm thinking of, you know, starting my own business. So I just want to be clear that, you know, right now I don't run a clinic. I don't have clients coming right. in. I mean, so we are different. a, it's different than it was back when I had private practice, right? right? We run our own company. And you managed people. And I used to manage people and bill insurance, you know, and deal right. with, with all of that. It's a so, traditional, more traditional. Right. kind of private practice for stuff. a speech language pathologist right. so when when i say you know i own my own company now jim and i own our own company um i'm not doing a lot of direct therapy i do a lot of consulting with families mm-hmm. and i do intensives um with some families but um for the most part i'm a professional speaker now and a product developer so right. you know it's really interesting in our field how there's so many different options you know and mm-hmm. i think that's why i've never burned out as a speech language pathologist as well so let's start with the pros of owning our own company and working together 24 7 okay so i think one of the pros is as you alluded to we're kind of in control of our own schedule so mm-hmm. it allows for that yep. flexibility start and end the day when you want i mean maybe i can sneak in some golf every now and then absolutely absolutely and i but, think you know in yeah. the summer when aaron's off school um it is nice to be able to you know just get up earlier so we maybe have our afternoons to do things right. you know it is it's right. really nice so we are in control of our own schedule um another pro is we're in control of all the decisions that affect our business right yep you know we can make a decision we can change our minds we can you know and it's you know it's easy to 
to make changes. It is. It is. Being in control of all our decisions means whether they're good decisions, you know, that's great. We Mm -hmm. get to relish in our success. But if we make bad decisions, then we have to take ownership of that, right? Right. And know that it's it's, um, our decision. Um, We're pretty good at, well, we were better. I think during the pandemic, we kind of lost, we didn't, we weren't as good at having like consistent meetings. Even though there's only two of us, we do better when we sit down with Mm-hmm. And say, hey, let's have a meeting, whether right. it's a creative meeting or whether it's a yeah. And I think I think it's meeting. important to have a specific agenda. Yeah. Oh, see, yes, and we usually try to. Mm-hmm. Jim's really good with the whiteboard. Um, it's yeah. like a I working flow chart. document. I, yeah. I, it's just the way my brain works. Right. I flowchart everything. And he does a great job. We have this huge whiteboard in our main office, and it's really neat. We found we have a couple of them, and when we moved a couple years ago, you found an old one from like two or three years ago before yeah. you moved, and, and it we was had neat. Erased. We had we hadn't erased <laughs> it, and we had met. We had done almost everything that yeah. was on that. It was so neat to see that. So yeah, so goal goal setting is very important. Goal setting, absolutely, absolutely. Um, another pro is we can actually try out new ideas, mm-hmm. and so we can take risks. And you know, I'm the first one to admit I'm not a risk taker. And through all of this, uh, Jim has always been the one who who says. You know, you have to take a risk. You know, but these are calculated risks. Wouldn't you agree that they're yeah, they're yeah. well and, thought out? And there's there's different kinds of risks too. Like I think time is so important that you know if you can take a risk and and invest in something, you know, an idea, mm-hmm. right? And but that the risk in that idea is that it's going to take you away from some of the other things you're doing yes. and eat up your time. Yeah. And the, there's a possibility that this idea may not even happen mm-hmm. so there's there's risks in almost everything you sure and every decision that you make but you know that time that you invest in something because there's been things that we have really poured some time mm-hmm. and energy into and mm-hmm. that we never ended up didn't, doing because yeah. it just didn't make any sense didn't come to fruition yeah yeah absolutely um another pro is and you kind of alluded to this we can make changes to the business pretty easily and i love the term you use being nimble. Yeah. I love that term. That like on a dime you can change and be like, this isn't what's best right now. Like mm-hmm. maybe two weeks ago when we had that meeting, we thought, you know, this topic for a course or this product or this right. trip or this, you know, because we have to decide like where do we want to have vendor booths, you know, like right. for different conferences and things. Or so, are we going to this conference or this conference? Right, right, um, right. You know, and, and I've spent a fair amount of time in the corporate world mm-hmm. and you know, worked for some pretty large corporations, mm-hmm. um, and th- those that kind of ability to be nimble—it's not there. It, it doesn't happen there. Mm-hmm. There's meetings upon meetings upon meetings well, that have to have, have have to that? go into a single decision. What's that meme? It says uh, yet another meeting that could have been handled as an email or something right. like that. You yeah, know, whereas exactly. we don't have that. We don't waste a lot of. I don't know, valuable time with layers and layers of bureaucracy because there's Mm -hmm. just two of us. So it allows us to be nimble. And, you know, every now and then we talk about, gosh, should we hire a part-time person to help with, you know, Mm -hmm. X, Y, or Z? But we always come back to, we need to stay nimble. We need to not have to be able to be like, oh, well, we'd have to let that person know and then, you know, make change. I mean, it's just, we don't want to, we don't want to slow that down. So right now it's just Jim and I doing it all. Another pro, uh, working from home, which not everybody who owns their own business obviously works from home. We didn't used to work from home, right? We used to have a clinic, but now we work from home. So obviously that reduces our overhead expenses. Uh, We have no commuting time, no commuting expenses, you know, whether it's gas for the car or whatever. 
whatever, you know, um, if you live in a bigger city, you know, you don't right. have to pay for um, public it, transportation. It, it did. Uh, the trade-off there is then you're giving up space in your home. Yeah, To absolutely. the business. Absolutely. And that did affect, you know, what type of a home that we could buy. Yeah. You know, because we've been in this house now for... Two years. Two years. Yeah. And we had looked forever to I find think, one that worked. Don't you think we looked for probably four plus years? Four years. Before we could find yeah. a house that had enough office space and not just office space to work, but also storage because we have a ton of products. And so... Well, we found a bunch of them that had potential space. Yeah. That we'd have to... Build out or... You know, yeah. spend some money on to, to make it work. Right. And then you know? we looked at, oh, maybe we should just go back to leasing an office space and stay in our current home. But the cost there yeah, was so astronomical. astronomical. Yep. So we... So anyways, for us, working from home, uh, you know, is is cost effective, right? right. The way we're doing it right yep. now. Um, another pro is, and I love this, um, you know, we get more family time. We're not in the car commuting, you know? Um, so we eat breakfast together. We eat lunch together. We eat supper together. In the summer... Like right now, Aaron just had his last day of school. And so he had breakfast with us and he had lunch with us. You know, we eat together and right. it's really neat. Yeah. I mean, in this day and age to be able to eat meals as a family, I think that's kind of one of the, that's one of the perks that I, I guess I didn't really factor in, uh -huh. you know, when I made that decision back in 2015 right. to, to take the leap and it's just been, it's been an awesome kind of yeah little nugget that, it that's is. there yeah for i don't us think now. we really anticipated and it is it's it's just oh, it's so amazing it's so amazing so um another uh pro is that since we have a website and since one of the sides of our business is we sell products and you know downloads and things like that um you know we have self-study courses our website is open 24 hours a day mm -hmm. so that's a great advantage where you know it's not a brick and mortar where we're opening open eight to five right. because we have a lot of you know international yeah um yeah, customers have... shout out to australia we love you. <laughs> yes. Sorry, we in, the, you. in the last episode that I got the the, the capital wrong. Oh, I, now you know what is Can the capital? Canberra. Canberra. Yeah, yeah. Now I know. Now I know. Yeah. But you know, but we, love we, you, we have customers. Uh, you know, all from in Asia, in mm -hmm. in the UK, all over the world. Yeah, and it's great. And we it and, and we love that we have that kind of reach. Yes. That that we can. It's amazing. Um, you know, because the goal is always with our business is to try to make a difference yep. for the, for all the kids, yep. you know, that we can. Yep, absolutely. And, you know, that's really our mission statement when, at the end of the day is it really is how about many lives can children. we, can yeah. we hopefully, you know, and change, we do it, change outcomes for. Right. And we do it not like the way I used to help children was by doing direct therapy, right? Yeah, so one and child at a time. One child at a time. Which is and still Very wonderful. important. And it is. And it is. But Incredible. now... We try to support parents and speech language pathologists and early childhood providers right. and educators and administrators. I do a lot of consulting with school districts now. So I feel like now our reach is even greater because we're supporting uh, so many more kids by supporting their caregivers and their teachers and their therapists. So it's and I really... think I think that's one of the things that really drew me to this is the fact that as a non SLP, as a I'm, I'm yeah. not an SLP, right? But I wanted to do whatever whatever I was gonna do. I mm -hmm. wanted that to be worthwhile, right? And serve somehow other people, right? You know, instead of just making a Getting corporation a more yeah, money, uh -huh. Uh -huh. which is was mainly my job was to try to increase the bottom line 
Right. For another company. For another yeah. company. Uh-huh. I mean, to me, that it lost all of its appeal, appeal. to me yeah. because, I, you know, they're already millionaires. Right. right. <laughs> I don't need to make them any more money. Exactly. So, but, you know. And we do. So, we make a difference. And that's really our Yeah. Goal and that's, that's. At the end of the day. That's special to me. That's yeah. important to me. Yeah. It and, is. It's, and I've always loved that about you, Jim, that, you know, you are, you, you, when I first, when we first got married, you were in real estate, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, for, for many years you were in real estate and, you know, and then you worked for different, for different, um, you know, like you said, you've been in corporate America with different uh, companies, a lot of them pretty significant, you know, big sized companies. Large companies. Yeah, large mm-hmm. companies. But you always said, I just don't feel like I'm making a difference. I just don't feel, you know, that was, that was your common theme mm-hmm. was you didn't feel um, like your Which is purpose. why I, I love this so yes. much. And it's so powerful. Yeah. And and that's why we do what we do. And it's and it's amazing. So those are the pros to owning our own company and working together. There's a few cons. And I think the first one, man, we could talk about this for a long time. The first con is that Jim and I have to wear so many different hats in order to make this company run. Um, we've got, so just to name a few of them, website design and maintenance. And that's pretty much you I mean you have Mm -hmm. to take because you're the you know behind the scenes tech I mean figuring all that out um in 2015 when you when you first came on full-time we didn't even have a website you know what I mean so you developed it from scratch and started there um we had um you know really no no presence of marketing so marketing is a big part of it product development and just even getting products printed like when you think of how much time we spent trying to find local printers and you know getting quotes and figuring out how to make it cost effective and you know yeah. we had to find illustrators for all of our cards you know that we've yeah. created there I was, mean, we had to develop so many relationships yeah. with suppliers with artists yeah. with with uh, <laughs> somebody that could print it yeah. somebody that could you know and do it so that you know it it would make some money right you know right, right. otherwise you know what's the point yeah we'd have yeah. to close our doors right right, right. so another um, big one for you is shipping and in fact i mean the <laughs> yeah. amount of shipping you do jim goes to the post office and the ups i mean the the, the postal whatever that other place is called it's DHL. like a shipping dhl place yeah. yeah you go there every day and it's so funny because him and the postmaster are like buddies i mean you go there you spend so much time at the post office i don't know if I don't know if he views it that way. <laughs> you know him by his first name, and you have a cell phone number. I, I do, think that, I do that have a cell you, phone makes number. Makes you buddies, okay? I, so. I, I, you've never golfed together. I, but. I, I appreciate him so much, yes. but and and um, everybody that works there, right. I appreciate right. them so much. And but I, I, I know I can also be a pain in the rear sometimes <laughs> when I'm dropping off a hundred packages exactly. at a time so exactly you know. exactly but they're really good to help us if a if a shipment gets lost you know right. I and mean, he's really good to track things down so we appreciate that relationship i mean we've got invoicing jim has to deal with all the purchase orders and managing inventory and then social media posts i mean i spend an enormous yeah, amount of time on social media and i sometimes will get dms from people like hey um your social media team blah 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 and i'm like huh 
I am the social media team. <laughs> like I always laugh at that when people ask me about my social media team. I'm like, it's all me. Um, I have my my uh, iPad that is actually up on the kitchen table. So like right. when I get up at 4.30 a.m., uh, I don't come to the office right away, but I'm almost always working on a post. I mm-hmm. drink coffee and it's silent. I love silence, right? I don't yep. turn the TV or anything. I love silence. And I will just sit there from usually 4.30 to 5.30. And that's kind of my time where I feel creative. Isn't that crazy that I'm creative at 4.30 in the morning? Yes, it's yeah, crazy. It is crazy. My brain is... I'm not. It is something else. So um, we have professional networking, podcast development, recording and editing. Uh, We have to pay the bills, which leads to the accounting. And I will just say that's my least favorite part of all of this is being the accountant, you know, having to do QuickBooks. We have an absolutely wonderful accountant. Yes, our accountant. And that is a big thing. You have to have a good accountant. Yeah, if you're going to go into business. Yep, got to have a good accountant. Get a good accountant. So she's amazing, but I have to do all the day-to-day accounting. You know what I mean? Like, just keeping up on all of that. And you're wonderful at that. Oh, no. It's my least favorite. I appreciate favorite. you. Least favorite. Thank you, Jim. It's my least favorite <laughs> hat to wear is the accountant hat. I don't want to do it. Yeah, it's no fun. Um, I spend a lot of time booking speaking gigs and getting speaking agreements out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, another thing that you have to think about is, like, office maintenance and cleaning, which we just... that's kind of last you know what I mean which is why my desk is piled high most of the time because you know every now and then I'll be like I think I should tidy up a bit but sometimes you just don't have time for that stocking the wine fridge that that is um a really important job (laughs) that that one I make sure I'm on top of so uh wearing all the hats is exhausting um but it's just it's important and and until Jim and I kind of put these notes together for today's show I don't know that we had ever talked about how many hats we actually wear there's, there's a lot of them. Lot I, of I guess I didn't realize it. But, you know, what I want to say, though, is that the these struggles are so worth it. Oh, they're so worth it. I would and, and so... When I say we're living the dream, I mean it. I mean, I'm yeah, not even being facetious. Yeah. Like, My stress level since doing down. this, and, and maybe it's because I don't have to do the TPS reports as much. <laughs> well, well, our but, listeners know that reference. <laughs> I don't, some of them probably will. Not the youngins, probably. Oh my goodness, that's an Office old. Space. If you Office haven't space. seen it, check you it out. You gotta watch Office Space. How much time do you actually spend on these TPS reports? <laughs> that's a classic movie. Oh, yeah. Okay, so. What, what do you do here, actually? <laughs> <laughs> and there's no question what we do, because we work our little tails off. So, other cons um, when you're in business for yourself, nobody is saving for your retirement except you, right? Yeah. We are the only ones saving for our retirement. We have no big company benefits. In fact, self em- being self employed, um, it's really tough to have good health insurance. Um, we don't really get any kind of tax breaks for small businesses, but like I said, we have a wonderful accountant. Very mm-hmm. important. Yep. Um, if you don't work and you're you own your own business, you don't get paid. Um, meaning we have no sick pay, we have no paid time off, which is kind of funny. We talk about this a lot. Why do we need PTO? Because we don't ever take vacation <laughs> anyway. <right>. <laughs> There's no way to take a vacation. I wouldn't even know how to, to manage such well, a thing. We, we we take them. They're just working vacations. Well, they're work vacations where we're like, oh, we're going to... We're going to Kentucky. We're going to Kentucky for the speech and hearing conference. Oh, we're going to Cheyenne. Oh, we're, right. It's always for work. Yeah, so we vacation. go. Yeah, we go places for work. Yeah. Um, uh, we love I, Kentucky, though. We do. We love Kentucky. We love a, Wyoming. It's a wonderful state. Oh, yeah. We have so many great... Nebraska. It's like my second I, home. I, I actually... Nebraska is a lot similar to Iowa, yeah. I think. You know, it, we're originally from Iowa. We're, we're, uh-huh. You know, the uh-huh. way it's set up. But 
The people in Nebraska are just so Phenomenal. nice. They Unbelievable. Probably the, probably the people. nicest people. Yeah. Yeah. We've said that for years. For they're, years. They're incredible. Yeah. So, yeah, I spend an awful lot of time in Nebraska, Iowa. I don't spend a lot of time in my home state. I don't hardly ever do much in Missouri. But um, I spend a lot of time in Wyoming now. Mm -hmm. And uh, Kentucky, we've done lots of, lots of trainings in Kentucky lately. I like Wyoming, too. In the summer. Mm. Yeah, Maybe I don't not want so much yeah, in the winter. Not so great but. in the winter. No, no. Okay, so a couple more cons. Um, you know, we always joke we work 60 or sometimes 70 hours a week so that we don't have to work 40 for someone else. But again, right. I don't even know how to call that a con because Jim and I choose to do this. You know, we're not being forced well, and, and we love it. The reality was I was working 60 before. Anyways, right, so right, really right. Really not that much of a difference. Another con is we don't see other people. You know, it's Jim and I. Um, in the summer, we get to see Aaron uh, and sometimes uh, our well, girls. But And you haven't, like, killed me yet. I so. haven't. You know, and that's what I have to say, people. I mean, the fact that Jim and I worked together and during the pandemic that it was 570 days that I didn't travel, um, that's how you know we're good. Because if I'm, we can make I'll, it through. If I can have... You know, be honest here for uh-huh, just a uh-huh. second. I was really worried, honestly. I thought you were going to absolutely climb the walls after. Because I used to, guys, for those of you who don't know, before the pandemic, I traveled approximately 45 weeks per year, maybe yep. more than that. I mean, I traveled almost every week. So mm-hmm. when the pandemic hit, so it was March 5th, 2020, and I was in Fresno, California, speaking to 300 or so speech language pathologists. And I had no idea at the time that that would be my last in-person seminar for 570 days. So I came home and I mean, I just flew for the first time when I went to the New Jersey Speech and Hearing Conference right. a month ago. I yep. mean, it's insane. So yeah, you were worried. You told me multiple times, like, I can't believe how well you're handling this yeah yeah i I was amazed because you know all those years Mm -hmm. we're talking since 2009 2009 um you know and there's there's pros and cons to that too you know obviously when you're gone you know i'm you're a single parent single dad Mm -hmm. Uh uh um but it's it's such a a worthwhile thing absolutely absolutely all right so the last thing that i thought we'd share we can wrap this episode up is some of the must-have traits you know if you're going to be in business for yourself these are some of the things jim and i think that are really important Mm -hmm. the most important thing is you must be self-motivated if you're waiting for someone to get you up early or to you know uh give you a list of things to do i mean that just doesn't happen when you're self-employed right Mm -hmm. so you've got to be self-motivated you've got to be able to take calculated risks you've got to be able to write goals right to be able to come up with and Jim and I we have for our company we have like what would you call them Jim short-term goals for like the year the current year and then don't you have projections and then uh, you know we have long long range goals too are they like five-year goals some of them are some of them are longer longer than that that, maybe yeah but so we're really good at at coming up with like monthly meetings we have goals for like okay what what's you know coming in the next six months we Mm -hmm. have you know goals for the year for the calendar year Mm -hmm. and then we do long-term goals um uh, other must-have traits you have to learn how and when to say no which i'm still still working on that one yeah Um, that's a hard one it is hard it is hard you have to be forward thinking so i always go back to um you know we were using zoom before the pandemic ever came in about 2016 we started using zoom because that's how we did our live webinars Mm -hmm. and do you remember when we had that platform and people were like what is zoom yeah I, I used to have to explain it to yeah, people. Yeah, like, so, okay, so it's really easy. Right. You know, and I go through the whole process and, and, and tell and them how it works. And it always works seamlessly. Then, yeah. but, but since the pandemic, they were like, oh, okay. 
Yeah. Yeah. So it's really interesting, um, you know, but again, so really thinking about and knowing what's out there, you know, there's always new products, you know, to make your job, your Mm -hmm. life easier. So Um, another must have trait. This is a big one. You have to have strong organizational planning, mental flexibility and impulse control. Um, Those are all executive function skills. So Mm -hmm. you've got to have really strong executive function skills to make it in business for yourself. I mean, when you especially when you work from home where you're like, I could go watch Netflix or I could do this work that needs to be done right so that's where that impulse control comes in like you know being able to delay gratification things like that you have to be able to juggle multiple responsibilities and perform them all well so I don't like to call it multitasking because multitasking you can't actually multitask you can't actually do more than one thing at the same time so multitasking is doing lots of things poorly we prefer to think of it as juggling multiple responsibilities mm-hmm. so we don't do them all simultaneously because you can't do that no. but you that's why we have checklists we have you know whether it's on a whiteboard well, that's prior, or, your prioritization yeah you've got to prioritize that's a great, great way to put it which is another executive function skill um, you've got to be able to carry the weight you know on your shoulders um, what Jim and I have is the ability to rely on each other so we boost each other up if things are crazy and we get to share sharing the successes together. Well, know? and I think inherent in that is that there's, uh, you know, you have to trust, have trust in, in each other, in, in your the, business partner. And in the business, in and your in mo- the business, business model. And, that, yeah. and and I think you constantly reevaluate things and make sure that you're you're staying true to what you are or what yeah. you're supposed to be. Yeah. And, uh, you yeah. know, th- that's how you stay on track. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's kind of our our little overview of what it's like to be self-employed, to be in business for yourself, to work with your spouse, uh, to work out of your own home. So anyways, thanks for listening to another episode of SLP Talk Show. We appreciate uh, any feedback that you can give us so we know if uh, if we are on the right track. So as you head back to the real world, take some time to reflect on the blessings in your life. Remember to practice kindness and acceptance. And please, Please get your boobies checked every year. It could just save your life. It certainly saved mine. Until we meet again, cheers. Cheers.